Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doomsday Dawn, the Pathfinder playtest module. There will be spoilers for the playtest in this, which is, I, I am told, is relevant to extended lore stuff. But we're going to introduce our characters, starting with John. I'm John. I'm playing Railnor Weaveborn, a half-elven imperial sorcerer. And Jeff? Hey, I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Ribnell Thibblestamp, the gnomish alchemist. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Gorgonash, the half-orc monk. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I was playing a racist dwarf, and now I am playing Jenya, the uh, elven druid. Yep. And as I search for Jenya's character art, last time on Doomsday Dawn, and the group pressed further in into the caves in search of a lost artifact for a noble woman. They he, he pressed to a point, encountered some demons and an accursed idol statue who polluted in what seemed to be either a water source um then they he traveled further in seeking the mud chewer goblin's hideout knowing that there was a trap in place the party tried to be strategic bottlenecking in the corridor of the facility. Unfortunately, that strategic wariness led to unfortunate circumstances. As, as, as Gunford, the party's aforementioned dwarven tank, and charred into 
who actually start dealing some damage and force the goblins out of their entrenched position. While he succeeded at that, the goblins proved quite erratic and insane in managing to slay Gunford. His allies were not... I'm not sure if willing or able is a more appropriate term. It I ran away. Yes. Who you're talking about. I insta-killed two of them. I, just, I, I feel ran like away. either way, the answer, <laughs> the answer is yes to both. <laughs> some of the party was not able. Some of the party was not willing. Some of the party was not inclined. But despite Gorgonash, the Orcish party member's best effort, it's Gunford died because the GM forgot to explain the hero point system thing. Oh, you explained it. Jeremy just didn't want to use it. <laughs> I said I decided I was going oh. to leave the matter in the in the hands of the dice and my party members. That is reasonable. I thought I just didn't remember that until after the game. Uh, though. That's definite. The way that's explained is definitely going in my here in my playtest notes. Um, so, at this point, the bodies of slain small folk, excluding the gnome, litter her a a cavern. Further into the cavern, you can see a quickly doused fire, er, and you both have dark vision, correct? Uh, I do. I don't. I have a lantern. Oh. All right. Yeah. Well, between Gorgonash's dark vision and Relmer's lantern, the two of you can see a sort of raised element of the stone to this side. Um, Ribnell, you're still hiding out in the corridor, avoiding potential area of effects, but you can hear that combat's died down by this point. I have low light vision. We both have low light. Right. Well, I have uh, looking at Gorgonash, who is severely injured. Sneak back in going, we does? Uh, Gorgonash could probably use a healing potion if you have any. Um, I I got left. I the yes, dwarf, I've got some. The dwarf could have used that significantly um, earlier. Well, me throwing at him wasn't going to do him any good. But toss you one, and it's a D six. As he grabs it, Perhaps we should instead simply leave and take a rest. I don't think this is going to heal enough of my wounds to render moving forward viable. Probably right. I do want to look around this room, though, so just in case there are more hiding. Yeah. Um, he opens the potion and drinks it. Just D6. Just because... Oh, How hurt no. are you? Sorry. I was at one hit point. Now I'm at five hit points. Uh, I will toss you a second one. In <laughs> case <laughs> we encounter trouble on the way out, still in here while searching. You can make me a 
No, I'm at I'm nine. I'm gonna go with a perception check. Uh, uh. All right. Looking around. Searching the. Sixteen. Do you remember when I mentioned what I was rolling the last time I played? It's still continuing. So did you roll a natural one? That's a six. <laughs> Sorry, John. What did you say you rolled? A sixteen. All right. 14, and I get a plus two. Same, but I rolled a four. <laughs> got that Dear 10 Pathfinder, points. please label your updates in a consistent and useful manner. It's really uh, annoying. I have a nine. All right. Um... None of you spot more goblins around. Um, but as you're sort of milling your way through the room, trying to figure out um, what this space is like, um, Relnor, you're not necessarily the tallest, but you are definitely taller than goblins. Um, and gnomes and dwarves for that matter so you kind of can let me make sure that i understand where this um look they hit it at eye level No, actually, they didn't hide it up there. Sorry. Um, so you're kind of trying to look for something that that a goblin would think is a good hiding space. So you're you're crouching downwards, uh, and and you sort of notice that one of the straw beds, it doesn't look like there's someone hiding in it. It rather looks like someone did a really bad job of pretending there's someone in it, like that cartoon thing where you use the blankets or whatever to make a sleep you put, roll. You put two pillow, two pillows underneath it. And, yeah. yeah, except for much more jagged. Pull it away. Okay. Um, you find a small selection of um, bits and baubles, items that seem to have have been uh, hidden. Uh, Look, I am looking for anything that might read as magical or yep. be the thing we're here looking for. I'm going to come up here. I'm You're going to read like sure the fire. None of it is the item described to you. In fact, it looks like this is probably stuff that the goblins kept for themselves. There's there's a few rusty copper coins, a 10 to be specific. Um, two flasks of something that you probably don't recognize on site uh, and an invitation for Aaron to check the rule book and make sure that this is what I think it is. <clears throat> I will leave the coins and once I have seen everything in the 
pile, I will pull out the, the flasks towards me. Yeah. And, um, a small, um, stick <coughs> about this long, uh, that seem, seems to be black and possibly magical in some way. Yeah, I will. So, yeah, leaving the coins where they are, because I have no interest in robbing the goblins of the money. Uh, I will hold out the potions towards Ribno and see if he can identify that while I use detect magic on the on the stick. All right. And now I have to figure out if alchemical items. I right. have a thing about identifying potions. I'm looking up what the yeah. rules for there's, that. There's specific rules for identifying potions and alchemical items. I just... Do you have a detect magic -y ability that's something other than just making the roll with advantages? Or um, with special speed and stuff? That you're trying to do? I mean, I have the spell detect magic. Okay. So, so I really do have to figure this out. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I get a... Oh, I don't. Uh, if you have a, if I have the item in my, the formula for the item, I'm attempting to identify. I get a plus two circumstance bonus. Otherwise, this is. I can use my Arcana skill to identify. Yeah. Potions. And detect magic functions on a thirty foot radius. So. All right. If it, if it triggers on the potion. I'm going to say that alchemical things are different That's fine. and that none of the items trigger or your detect magic, though you do notice that Gunford's body yeah. he has a sword with the magical dongle on it that you have. Yeah, that I fixed to it. In the Natural 20 on my arcana to identify the potions. All right. So in that case, it really doesn't matter what is or isn't on your spell list. Um, these are uh, these are two flasks of alchemist fire. Ooh, okay. And given that this was a critical success, and neither none of these are particularly hard to identify, you also notice that Rib <laughs> Ralnor is holding a smoke stick, which is an alchemical consumable that oh, you can okay. find the rules for in the book. About at this point, the large tiger named Bitey, who had been hanging back for some of the fighting, gets bored and starts padding into the room. Uh, Gorgonash, you kind of see this cat wander over to the body of of um of uh gunford sniff try and like scoot gunford's head and 
And then, so dogs have. Please tell me he's going to, oh, okay. Cats are gonna distressed. Body. It is less <laughs> owl or a roar and more of this squeaking sound that echoes both chalkboards and the pits of hell. <laughs> Just oh, no, yeah. From this Sorry creep. about him. Um, Gorgonash just kind of looks sidelong at Rivnell. <laughs> and for a moment, while I ask Jeremy to potentially update your name in Roll Twenty when you get a second. Oh, right! I should do that. Thanks. Uh. Boop. Your token is refusing to upload, so I'm just going to do it again. I sort of look, do this, I'm I'm gonna look, I look the between the other two and just sort of hold my hands up. I am not We're good with that. Going to twin transition to Jenna. Jenya. Jenya. Which I'm going to continuously read as Jaina. Um, <laughs> for the record. It's the druid of the sea. Um, Jenya, uh, you were sent here in pursuit of a dude who totally has a name. In pursuit of a Pathfinder hopeful that was sent in for reasons or went looking for treasure. And no one's heard from him in a while. So you were sent into the sewers essentially to try and see how that ended up and maybe record that as a story yourself. Okay. Um, something to that effect. Uh, but um as you started to make your way through you found this entrance and you definitely this is where you need to go um, you've mostly been encountering things already slain. Some of them seem to have been dead for a day, two at most. But you haven't really encountered any opposition by the time you reach <coughs> this room. And your token gets repurposed while I give you, while I'm working on getting you a new one that's accurate to your new character. Oh god, uh. Gunford's corpse ran away. Gumford's corpse is still right where it is, being protected by a very angry lion tiger. Um, tiger. Tiger. Although, I, if you want I, it to be a, if you want it, 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 if you let me, if you let me have it be a liger, I will accept that. No, it's a tiger at this point. It is canon a tiger. No yeah. retconning. You could have asked in advance. Um, <laughs> But ligers are not subtle, so no. it, you, they would have noticed that it was an old tiger. We are not tiger washing this. <laughs> but, um, Tish? I, I think that would be lion washing. Yeah, lion washing. Yeah, yeah. 
<sighs> so, yeah, this I is not an analogy to... that makes sense, and we're just going to acknowledge that and move on. Um, I, I hear sounds fear... of angry cat. Yeah, like you might not entirely know why, but you definitely know what that noise is. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from roughly the direction it is coming from. And I make my way that way. Um, hey, look, uh, it's a tiger. Yep. There's people, Jennifer, too. You you are kind of keeping the most level of watch on the door right now because the other two are identifying things, which does take time in this system. Um, and you hear footsteps coming up that staircase, seemingly prompted by a the still just screeching and distressed lion. Tiger. I I'm bear. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm also <laughs> I'm also the only person who is actually caring about this tiger and its dead master. So I care about the tiger. I'm just not good with animals. <laughs> have a negative it's two lot, to handling animals. It's a lot bigger than I am. That's a little intimidating. Yeah. So, so, wh- so what are you doing with those two pieces of information? So uh, while I, I was probably like kneeling next to the tiger, which is sort of a hand on it, um, just sort of kneeling next to I want you to, to make me that animal handling because sure. you are touching an angry war beast. Yeah. Who is not currently under anyone's control. I mean, the... A 19 on the die, but I do have a penalty for not being trained, uh, which brings that to a 17. Okay. I'm going to say a 17 is sufficient that while it doesn't seem to do a ton to actively dissuade the creature, there's a level of mutual understanding Mm -hmm. um, and you're potentially holding this creature back from just deciding everything that's still alive is the problem. Let's kill it. Yeah. Uh, or anything else that would be rash and not great. There's there's a there's just sort of a base understanding that both of us are upset by this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and as the as the, the newcomer arrives, he kind of stands with one hand still kind of like lightly on the on the tiger's back and sort of turns to look. So the elf that comes in completely ignores the 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 half orc or the other people and just walks right up to the tiger. Um I'm doing this I'm ripping over a look at Relnor going, so Alchemist Fire, I'll trade you for the smoke stick. <laughs> uh, such a sensitive party. Um <laughs> Um, but new shiny um, uh, sort of short Um, she is dressed very looks like somebody who dresses who who is used to being in warmer climates Um, uh, leather armor still very functional but is aired out in certain spots would probably be the best way to describe it. Um, 
She is very, she is sort of uh, very tanned, um, has some sort of, if you've seen, seen <clears throat> I'm staying pretty close to what the, what the, the art I picked for. So she has these sort of green um, uh, 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 tribal marks uh, on her face. Um, uh, staff on her back, scimitar at her side, backpack, and she just, like I said, completely ignores everybody, walks up to the cat, sort of leans down, and starts talking in, uh, soothing it, hello, what's your name, uh, in Elvish. Okay. All right. And I'm assuming I'm I rolling. I believe you should now have control of a token that says yes, I do, and has Yay. the ability to have bars and stuff. Yep. Uh, so we can put Gunford's corpse back. Thirteen. Thirteen. My hit points are the same as my armor class. Either you have low hit points or a high armor class. Low hit points. <laughs> 13 hit points, 13, 13 armor class. Uh, and I got a 19 on my animal handling. All right. With uh, the, the, the note that wild empathy use... Oh, Uh, uh, oh, that would be different because it's not nature. Um, so diplomacy. Hold on, let me let me go. Do, 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 do. So that would be fourteen, just to make an impression and uh, and and calm down. All right. And make friends. Yeah. It, so, especially being a little calmer already, and it probably helps that you're a new face. Mm-hmm. Um, the growling sort of settles, the growling and howling settles to this discontented murmur of a creature who's really sad but is yeah um much less aggressive in its right. anger now. um for the rest of you some random elf just sort of walks in ignores all mm. of you walks up to the tiger or that is kind of going ballistic uh. and Sorry, no, I was waiting for you to finish. Um, it's kind of going ballistic, and the creature just seems to go mellow out and, and gravitate towards her. And you still have control of Bitey, I believe, correct? Yes. All right. In 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 Elvish, I will inform the newcomer that the tiger's name is Bitey. Apparently. Looks up. Looks at you. Finally. Oh. 
Hi. Um, Beatty. Yeah. That is that is what his previous is. Is tiger male or female? Forgotten. In three weeks. Uh, the tiger is a she. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's, that was what her former partner referred to her as. Say, indicating Gunford. Now this makes more sense. Bitey. Sorry, um, uh, give, give, give me just a moment. I give a couple more words to calm down. <laughs> uh, make friends. Pull out something for 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 Bitey to eat. Yep. And I hand the animal companion control back to the player. Yep. And magically, Bitey gets plus one plus one Constitution, Wisdom, and Charisma. I like to think that Bitey was just holding back because Gunford was really stubborn. <laughs> we'll step up and very quietly trade Ridna folk stick. <laughs> I've got my own. <laughs> Gorgonash just kind of sidelong glances the two of them and just shakes his head. <laughs> Sorry, that's um, that that's done now. Um you you, you you make fast friends with the animals, it seems. It's it's a it's what I do. Um I, my name is Jenya. Um Gorgonash. Elnor. I am Ribnet. And that was Gunford. Sorry for your loss. Um, um, thank you. They are not. I am. <laughs> I am mostly ambivalent. But it's always nice to be polite when people... Um... I did not. I, I'll confess, I didn't expect to put down here. Um, I am. You wouldn't have perchance happened to run across. I'm trying to find somebody. Yeah. Uh, I just remembered. I yes. never sent you that information. It's in chat now. No I just saw it. Sorry um, about that. Uh, there is there is somebody who who had come down here, uh, looking for uh, a pathfinder. Um, and they, they, they sent me down to see if I could locate, because I'm good at, at tracking. His name was Gunford Stormhair. I have some bad news. It was not. Uh, uh, his name was Varun Timit. Ah. Uh, have and, you uh, heard of him? You know, he was probably about two or three weeks ago that he went missing. They don't send people looking out for amateur pathfinders particularly quickly. Right. No, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I just thought maybe you'd run into him while you were down here, maybe. Have I ever heard that name before now? Ugh. It's entirely possible. Let me... Have I, as a Pathfinder hopeful, heard that name? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say, given you have the Pathfinder hopeful background, um, you... Gorgonash, you've never necessarily hung out with him or known him personally, but you would be able to verify Viorn Tarnath if was a human. I think I think is 
thing said he was human. I kind of feel like... hopeful. You haven't heard from him in like a month. That, that's not unusual for people in your sort of line of yeah, networking. I mean, but pathfinders go missing for a while and then just suddenly yeah. show up with treasure. Right. Treasure and yeah. a journal. But you definitely know that name as someone who's local and in a similar sort of <clears throat> early entry to the Pathfinder Society, if at all, position. Um you wouldn't know like exact rank or personal details, but one of the pathfinders from this area, about as new as I was. Probably as new as me too. Um they don't send you guys out in like teams? <laughs> not typically, unless you unless most, you arrive in the society as a team. Most of our I mean as near as I can as near as the information I got, I I don't think that he was sent out as much as he proactively went to go find investigate these 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 rumors of of yeah. Well we are here hunting apparently a vampiric hobgoblin. Potentially potentially not. Uh be a fake. Vampire uh, who has been leading a gang of goblins in in uh, breaking into houses and stealing stuff. So, if he's down here, we'll probably find him, but haven't yet. Do you mind if I come with? Or the merrier. Wonderful. We should take some time to rest first. Yes, um, we should do that. I just want to bring it up. I don't think we should probably leave no, we Gorgonash should. down here. We should take him up. No, you should not leave me down here. No. Gunford. Or, uh, no, or Gunford. We should, yes, we should take Gunford. Gunford. We, will, we will take Gunford back okay. up, take him to rest, rest ourselves, come back down. <clears throat> Although, honestly, I... As a dwarf, I believe Gunford's favorite resting place would be underground, just not here. Yeah, but it wouldn't be in a goblin lair. Yes. I think he'd be a little offended by that. Specific. I'm fairly <laughs> certain that should be obvious. So let's do that. That's why he said underground, just not here. <laughs> by the way, I notice you have a scimitar. I, I do. will not very subtly reach down and pull off the talisman that I had affixed to Gunford's crossbow and toss it to Jinya. All right. You might find um, this useful. <laughs> I want, can, because this is funny to me. <laughs> I want you to make me a nature uh, handle animals roll. <laughs> is Bitey going to take offense at this? I rolled a natural 20, which makes it an 18. <laughs> a natural 20 is a natural 20 is a natural 20 is a critical success. You managed to just sneak this by uh, Bitey, who is still distracted by Jenna's presence. Jenya. Jenya's right. presence, sorry. <laughs> no, you got it right, Jenya. Uh, Jenya's presence. Catches it. What's this? Hey. We, we found it almost literally five minutes. It is a it is a uh, talisman that will increase the potency of the of your chosen weapon when you're using it. Oh, 
Well, that's useful. Yeah, for we are a group of people whose chosen weaponry are fists, magic, and potions. So it's not all that useful for the rest of us. Fair enough. I mean, you say fists. I generally, I'm more. Of, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little bit more of a spellcaster. Gorgonash uses but the dragon I'm stance. Not... It's mostly kicks. Uh, feet, magic, and potions. <laughs> <laughs> Your 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 half orc is Liu Kang. Yes. Feet, magic, and <laughs> equally unapplicable for the talisman. <laughs> right. We're not going to stick this thing between your toes. I'm now picturing a half orc doing the Liu Kang like high pitched yelling. <laughs> I'm picturing a half orc kicking people with a with. with with, 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 with a stone a, between his toes. With an owlbear <laughs> with a with an owlbear claw between his toes. Or owlbear claw, yeah. <laughs> and it's like the Luke Hang like flying bicycle kicks though. <laughs> I mean you'd probably just wear it as like a surfer bro anklet. Yeah, like an ankle bracelet, yeah. Um oh, yeah. Let's um I think we All right. Unless something's going to jump us on the way out. Let's find out. And all right. Virginia and and don't don't go poking puddles. Um the group of you make your way out um back to the surface, uh where none of you necessarily knew Gunford particularly well, so just gonna say, um, can I make a society roll to understand the burial, the traditional burial rites for a dwarf, or at least somebody who knows them? I'm not gonna make you make a societal roll. The best person to go to would probably be your employer, who almost certainly has mortem death. death uh, like your adventurers, you in the Pathfinder universe. In the case of my death, yeah. do this to me. Yeah. Um, Has he made funeral arrangements? Kaliri almost certainly has some ways to contact those. Uh, either has a specific instructions or a way to contact those who do. Drop him off with her then. The specific okay. instructions are douse my body in the strongest alcohol that you can find and then burn me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll let that sort of hand wave off screen unless any of you are intending on attending a funeral in two days time. Nope. Even if we were, there's still a day between. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, actually, yeah, probably because, you know, she'll want Bidey to be there. Theoretically, so I will point this out in case this changes anything. Unarmed attacks are considered a simple weapon, so theoretically I can actually wear the Owlbear Claw as a bracelet and have it affect me. Boom! Put it on your wrist. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> awesome. I... You done... Do unarmed attacks have a weapon, like a weapon specialization thing, though? A critical specialization. A critical specialization. 
Uh, I don't Because that's, think that's the thing that the Owlbear Claw uh, provides. The weapon's critical specialization effect. If you already gain the effect, so we have the effect. Um, that's a good question. Uh, uh, while you look into that, we can deal with who has the weapon, the Owlbear Claw, later. Um, while you're up here, um, it takes about 15 minutes to get up and down. Do you plan on resting for your second night or or just heading back down, take the sort of 30-minute round trip to deliver the body? Resting. I think I think Gorgonash needs to take a little break, breather. I'm nah. good either way, but yeah, that, that this is entirely up to them because Resting I, Resting I, will also let Ribnell make a few more potions. Oh, yeah, brawling. Brawling weapons Sweet. have a critical specialization. Must you a four and two saver be slowed until uh, or be slowed one until the end of my next turn. You just liver punch them. Yeah. <laughs> or in this case, liver kick. You kick them in the liver. I need them. In, I need them in the kidney. There you go. Liver blow. Kidney blow. All right. <laughs> As the little Zelda Majora's Mask thing pops up with five days remaining. Fully rested, fully restored, fully healed, back into the sewers. And I'm going to put most of my potions into healing potions. (laughs) By the time you guys, so by the time we've gotten back together for the night, uh, she's talking very regularly to to Bidey and informs you all, we've chosen a different name. Um... And she does very specifically say we. Um, his, name is now, nods. his name is now Quisalis. Her? Her name, yes. That that's doesn't a, that's a fine like, name. translate into bitey, does it? No. No, it does not. It translates into beloved. Mm. Fine name. At least according to Dragonlance. <laughs> because there are only so many places to find elven words. I know what it means because I speak elven. All right. Yep. Um, I am going to also say, for storyteller convenience reasons, even though you've mostly been talking to Bitey, over the course of the night, the party has shared the map with you and gotten you up to speed on their related not going to conflict mission. You've also right. um, received the general offer of reward that the rest of the party did um, when you arrived with the group and the dead guy from the initial quest giver. Right. Fair enough. Hand wave, hand wave, hand wave. Hand wave, hand wave, hand wave. Back to where we are now. So we've explored, we came from that direction. This direction is the Goblin Pit, I believe. The next direction we need to go is to the south from here. Yes. Uh, Morgan Ash, would you like to lead the way? As you wish. Not as I wish, just if you want to lead. If not, I'll go for it. I'll go first. I have the lantern. I have a lantern. (laughs) Yes, but I don't think you exactly want to go first in terms of walking into danger, do you? That's an experience. (laughs) What do you hope to walk away from? I will take the lead. 
also being the person who has X who has proficiency in every saving throw. I mean, mechanically, yes, you should go first. Mm-hmm. Railnor doesn't care if he goes first. He just thought he'd make the offer. <laughs> All right. Um. Heading along. Um. I'm assuming this is roughly the order you guys are traveling in on the map. Probably. Probably about right. Okay. Uh, Gorgonish. Peeking down this hallway, you see a small circular room. Um, there wasn't much noted about this room on the map. Um, it wasn't of particular interest to the goblin who gave you this information. Um, you can see a large stone boxes sort of inset into the wall um, lining the circular room. Hmm. Do those look like coffins? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, it's not that they couldn't be anything else, but that's definitely the vibe, capital V. This seems to be a room lined with coffins down this way. Look. And at this point, at this point, there's a vampire hobgoblin standing in the middle of it. <laughs> no, actually, that that room looks to be empty to your eyes. At- from this angle. Uh, I'm just checking what you can do with a society role. You know, it's not explicitly one of the stated things you can use it for. Um, but I'm going to actually say, and because all of you have traversed this space a few times, is anyone trained in religion? Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, no. no, I'm not trained in society. Nope. Is nope. anyone trained in occultism? I'm not trained in a religion. Nope. I no. am trained in occultism. All right. Those trained in occultism, please make me an occultism roll. Really looking forward to using society. At some Natural point. 20, which makes it a 23. <laughs> nice. Um, I realize we don't track roles for this game, but isn't that our third or fourth natural 20 of like third this session? Days? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> third of this session. Um, John, you said you were? Uh, no, I'm I'm trained in society. Oh, and Arcana but... and Diplomacy and You're you're <laughs> the one who has the occult-ish background, is yes. why I was thinking you might be. Um, okay. So as as that said, you've kind of been just wandering through this place something kind of clicks for you jenya um that initial room had lots of little alcove cubbies stacked on top of each other and then there was that big ceremonial area with the water which when you walked by seemed perfectly clear this is probably a disused crypt burial area at least where bodies are prepared probably also entombed 
I made I made the roll to know that this was. Uh, yes, you specifically knew that. It was the goddess of fate and magic, or something like that. As my pathfinder knowledge fails me again. Um, it was the goddess of like. Um, it wasn't fate and magic. It wasn't Nethys, which is. It's it's not magic, but it's it's important. So give me half a second. Fate, um, rebirth, and something like that. Right there on the tip of my. Phrasma. It was at the temple to Phrasma. Yes, it's Phrasma because that's really important. Um, yeah. Yeah. You you knew specifically that this was a temple to the goddess Phrasma, who, who is kind of um, trickery and occultism a bit. Um, okay. But also definitely... Um, Birth, death, of death, prophecy. goddess of birth, death, fate, um, and yeah, uh, and Genya, you're confident this is somewhere where the final rites and burials were performed historically. Got it. These these areas. Hmm. Makes sense that a temple of Erasmus would have ripped. I say to Gorgonash. Yes, it does. Did we take a look and Shall make sure we... our vampiric hobgoblin hasn't <clears throat> defiled it in some way? Because uh, it would be nice not to have skeletons pop up behind it. You're not wrong. Oh, I'll take a look. Especially not wrong. Steps um, into the crypt. Okay. Well, if he's kind one. of a possibly a fake vampire, he might just Make me have a whole lot of the trapping also, of it. Those of you that were there, you don't have to roll for this. You've definitely already encountered a defilement of this temple. That demon inhabited statue that was polluting a water source that is used to purify bodies for yeah, that's death. That's why. Yeah, her, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah we've already encountered it once. We could encounter it again. Like, yes. Yeah, that that specifically counts. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, sixteen total. All right. Um, I want that to be. <laughs> I will, and I I will have relayed to Jinya the pre. Like, actually, while Gorgonash is doing that, while Gorgonash is looking in the room, I'll relay to Jinya that previously the pools in the other room were defiled with a statue that had... That's abhorrent. Yes. Specifically, it was a statue of the Mother of Monsters. Yes, a uh, statue to Idol of Lamash, too. Right. Um, as you walk into this room... You spot sort of off to the side here um, a corpse sort of shoved under one of these uh, burial coffins, um, which are quite ornate. Um, Silly corpse. Coffins don't go under. <laughs> bodies don't go under coffins. They go in coffins. <laughs> Speaking of bodies in coffins, as you walk in, 
the skeletons that are in the coffins creak up and let me do wow. the thing. Wow, spooky, wrote... scary skeletons. I didn't think I would have called it that. I mean, time. I was going for <laughs> Skyrim Draugr in the, god damn it, not again, but the, yeah. I mean, I play spooky, scary skeletons whenever the Skyrim Draugr come out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, time to create a time to create a bottleneck. I didn't I didn't intend to call it that hard. I'm sorry. Um I, this is an adventure of tropes. I have no problem <laughs> with you calling it because that's using your brain and observing the world around you. Initiative. Uh Jeremy, I saw the new token. It, it probably after this session, I'll fix that. Huh? I was the one who put the token up. Oh. William, I saw the new token. Yeah. I, I can fix it later. It's token creator didn't want to do borders today. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I was very confused, and then I looked in. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I am managing lots of things. It's all right. And it's tough. Yeah. Oh, well, I might be going first. Um, what I'm, are we using for initiative? Uh, doing? Just the standard one. You weren't stealthing or anything. Okay, so perception. 20. Uh, 22. And unnatural 20. <laughs> uh, it's perception, right? Yeah. Eight. Eight. There are two of us at 20. I'm at 22. I rolled our fourth natural 20 on my initiative roll. Okay, well, now that we're going into combat, maybe those natural 20s will, will, will actually be justified by how often we're rolling. Yep, no, we're going to combat, they're going to disappear. Yeah, now that we're going to yep. combat, they just evaporate. It, it's more, it's not that you're rolling too many nat 20s, it's that you're not rolling very often and always getting nat 20s. Um. Yeah. So they have a seventeen. As I re remember, why I don't delete things off the initiative tracker. <laughs> Does Bitey go on your turn or have a separate turn? Or Quilash? Isolas. Sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know it's a weird name. It's Elvin. What it's kind? fine. I just um, I believe animal companions go on your turn. Yeah. You have you have actions that give them actions. Yep. Yeah. Um why well, I don't have a familiar. Yep. So change your initiatives. Yep. Is dex tie broken, or sorry, is, is initiative tie broken by who has the higher per, who has the higher modifier for whatever nope, skill you're using? It's broken by you work it out. Yeah, you, okay. you yeah. just determine amongst yourself. Um, those of you that I'm sitting back here, ball, go first. <laughs> to go first. Oh, I go first, regardless. So yeah, who wants to of those two? Yeah, um, go um, ahead, William. Yeah, cool. All right, uh, Relnor. <laughs> 
right. Um. So. I'm gonna try out one of. I'm gonna try out. Um. Move sorry. forward. I'm going to move forward. But I actually, I'm not gonna move. Yeah, please don't. I need to back up and create a bottleneck. <laughs> We're gonna have to use the backup. Also, if I move, I lose one of my actions. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to actually. I'm going to use my telekinetic projectile cantrip uh, to pick up one of the alchemist class of alchemist fire that I've recently acquired and fling it at the at the at the skeleton. Uh, we're gonna go for the one right ahead. So, so a a a flask of alchemist fire telekinetically flies over Gorgonash's shoulder. Does a does a fifteen hit? And it's to touch AC. Yes. Well, no. Uh, telekinetic uh, projectile isn't. Oh no, it's not. No, never mind. Uh, it'll by the way, Alchemist fire. Yeah, it'll Alchemist explode. fire is on page three sixty for your. Thank you. Reference. I I am trying to determine if that will be activated by being used in this context where it's not actually being thrown at something. Uh, um, it's also it, it's also one of the things that was updated on first page. Good to know. Does it count as bludgeoning damage? I imagine I imagine the glass would. And it would just splash fire everywhere. I don't know how you'd rule the fire splashing everywhere. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to figure out as I realize I had the wrong errata up again. If you use it as normal, it's uh, 1d6 to the target and then splash damage of one point of splash damage to everything around it. It has updated damage. Oh, it does. At this point, I'm going to say the only thing that it's doing is it's going to do its splash damage. That's fine. It's not going to ignite and... So you... What was your role on telekinetic projectile? 15. All right. Yeah. Does it have to hit the touch AC of everything uh, for the Alquist fire or just the thing that's primarily thrown at? Uh, the splash, uh, the splash, the splash is just anything is... next to it. Yeah. All right, that's fine. So we'll just go by whether or not it hits the guy's normal AC, which it does. Takes eight points of bludgeoning damage from the bottle smashing him in the face. All right, and then him and the guy next to him take one point of fire damage for the splash. All right. Relnor, you magically levitate this bottle and you're like, I'm going to do a better explosion. And you rocket it off. And admittedly, the skeleton, which one were you aiming at? The one straight across from Gorgon. All right. The skeleton you did, you were aiming at, takes a blow to the head and dies or crumbles back to bones. Unfortunately, the... The glass just keeps going, and actually when it splatters against the wall behind, it explodes, splashing fire um, very vaguely onto the two who are across from it. Um, but it doesn't seem like at this point you're able to explode it with your telekinetic projectile. Oh, just telekinetic projectile throws too hard. 
I will c use my remaining action to cast the shield cantrip and then spend the rest of this round writing in my journal that bit of information that I discovered. All right. <laughs> uh, Gorgonash. I will step back. Okay. And we'll just take a, a shift and then use my remaining two actions to ready flurry of blows. All right. Rib now. Rib now. Sorry. Um, I am going to pull out a potion and I'm going to wait because I can't see anything. All right. Uh, no, I basically, I'm quite easy in my way unless I can mm -hmm. climb over Bitey, but no, I think, yeah, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. There's not much you I can do from this point. You can check the movement rules, but essentially you can't continue occupying a space. Yeah, I can like... move through it, but that doesn't do me any good, so I'm going to stay here. All right. Uh, Gorgonash, you scoot back and you're waiting for these things to come at you. And there's definitely a tension on you. These creatures, at least the ones you can clearly see, all have their vacant eyeless faces turned in your direction and blades, um, scimitars out sort of, of held in a sort of, in a ready position. But none of them seem to be chasing after you at this time. Um, one of them will, will move to here. Um, and sort of staring at you with a blade seemingly readied. But they don't attack. Okay. Jenya, you can kind of see this from behind two people. Right. Um, I am going to... Uh, uh, spell, spell, spell. Um, I think that's the one that I've got that I can do. I want to check. I, sorry, I've been checking this. I want to look at one other because this might also be rangy. Recalling information is an action, isn't it? Yep. It'd be one of your actions, but yes. Call knowledge. Skill. It can be both a skill and take an action. I like how society. Um, well, no, it, it is a skill action. I just like I just like how uh, one of the one of the functions of society is subsist on the streets. How good you are at the society skill is how good you are at living as a beggar, <laughs> which is fun. So she pulls out her her her, her mistletoe and holly leaf, holds it in her hand, holds it down enough to 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 draw blood, pulls the wipes a little that on the finger. And goes to cast Electric Arc. Cool. Uh, which will hit, I can only hit the one. Because hmm. it's 20 foot range and I can hit one or two targets within 20 feet. But that's the only one. Uh, so it is 
Reflex save. Also, it's a cantrip. So, yes. Make a reflex save. All right. Spellcaster cantrips are very powerful in this system. And my DC is, I think, 14. It just sort of misses it. Okay, so it misses, so it takes full damage, but it's not critical fail, so it did not take double damage. Yeah. Um, um, and it takes four electricity damage. All right. As the blood you sort of strike through the skeleton, and you see the electricity sort of singe and arc, especially on its armor. Um, it still seems to be standing, though it's not doing well. Okay. And I will, for a move action, just move there for now and then uh, call Quisalis to move out of the way for Ridnell as well. Um, Actually, it has some level of resistance, it seems. Okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. How dare you give it resistance that the book I'm assuming gave it? <laughs> um, on my turn, um, unless something else happens. But nope. Go ahead, Valnor. Um, I'm looking at it. Power, real quick. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I would like to make uh, just because it's still standing there and hasn't done anything. I would like to see if I could make a recall knowledge roll from whatever skill will be relevant. To see why okay. it's not attacking? I'm going to say this is religion. Okay. Actually, this is a discern intent type check, I'm going to say. Sure. Um, so that would be... Or maybe an arcana check to see if, like, if I can tell that this is something animated, perhaps? This is the equivalent of an insight role. Okay. Um, if you're trying to figure out why they're behaving the way they are, that's insight. Okay. Um, Diplomacy? Yes, it's just... Given how often to di- essentially lie-checking people is the thing people do as a social role, it seems like it would be more obviously laid out in the skills. It's a good thing to know. Uh, yes, but I'm going to use diplomacy. Okay. I will make a diplomacy. I want to know if he's lying. What skill is that? Uh, we didn't think about that. Uh, an 18 on my... I, the thing is, I'm sure they did, and I'm sure there are several pages on how that works. Uh, what did you say? An 18. Okay. Um... With an 18, you're looking at these things and they don't seem to be terribly complicated. They don't seem to be 
sapient or sentient. They also don't seem to have any desire to leave this room. It really seems like they got up, up to attack what had entered the room. And now that there's things sort of threatening to enter the room that aren't technically in it, they're just kind of waiting. You also, being an Arcanist, is do note that while this room doesn't have a door, there are clear delineations in two sort of large columns. My second action, can I determine um, either with an either with a detect magic or or with something what their what sort of orders they would have been given from the spell used? That could be a recall knowledge religion. Okay. I'll do that one then. My second action. Yeah. Fair enough. Do my thing of analyzing information. Uh, that's going to be a 17. With a 17, these don't strike you as skeletons that were created with orders. These strike you as skeletons can become, or at least many religions teach, that the undead can rise somewhat naturally if their er the area around them is corrupted. Um, and in that case, typically the skeletons, without in the absence of orders or a necromancer that can command them, operate within some semblance of what they might have done in life to this situation. Um, so, so they definitely aren't under an external control or or following an order. They're, for lack of a better term, a side effect of the, the corruption of this temple as a whole. Okay. So uh, with my third action, I will tap Gorgon. I will tap Gorgonash on the shoulder and then out loud so everyone can hear me. Uh, these skeletons were not raised intentionally. Um, their presence is side effect of the various corruptive efforts within the temple itself. They're not. They're just going to defend this room if they're left alone. I would still say we should put them to rest, but they don't yes. seem like they're going to be drawn out. And that'll no, be absolutely. That is. Uh... Can just leave them alone. We could, but the gives, gives more of a growl than Quisalis does. Um, that's yes, we should finish they're, this. Their, their souls are unwillingly bound, but they are still bound. That'll be the end. Of All right, Gorgonash, with that information. Well. Uh, we will move here. Okay. And then Flurry of Blows. Go ahead. First the one above me. It's a 19 on the die. Um, plus 5 is 24 to hit. Is there AC 9? There is AC 14, actually. No, it's a grand total of 24. Uh -huh. That'll work. <laughs> Get that crit. 
because you got that crit specialization. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. It's a 10 plus, correct? What did you, you rolled a 24? Yes. All right. Yeah. Crit. Okay. Well, I rolled max damage on the dice, which is a d10. So that's 24 bludgeoning damage. Um, relieved of its two remaining hit points quite significantly. <laughs> Darn it. I was hoping that it You was stunned that. it as it became a pile of ash. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it slowed, but yeah. And just, then the you just KO kinned through it. And the second attack in the flurry of blows to the one that's next the other one that survives next to me. Stop falling out of my hands, D20. There we go. Um 16 to hit. A 16 will hit, but not crap. A rolling a 10 on the D10 again, which makes that 14 bludgeoning damage. Yep. And another skeleton crumbles to dust beneath your fist. And then, being a trained combatant, I will exploit the rules of these creatures and retreat behind the door with my third action. Okay. I would have moved out of the way, but I had to use my third action to share the knowledge I had gained with my... <laughs> I was going to move into that spot. <laughs> I mean, I can retreat further if you want. If you want me to free up the, the entry space, um, I probably hit one of those two from behind. All right. Okay. That's, so I, I'm not going to do it right now, but I am making a note to myself to check the rules on throwing from behind two of your allies because Pathfinder is the kind of system that would have explicit mechanical it, it doesn't matter right now uh, <laughs> oh, Ridnell, your turn so I'm going to move there uh, it's like I might have line of sight on one of these two so... yeah you can see both of them it's too far away for me to throw, so um, Rivnell pulls out uh, one of his sling stones and he's going to cast Belkinetic uh, Throw to toss, toss this at this guy. Cool. Uh, 19. 19 will hit. That is not a crit. Yeah, 19 is not a crit. Uh, eight points of damage. All right, that skeleton crumbles to dust. And that takes two actions, so that, that's it. I'm done. I really want Shadow of the Colossus music. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, right, John? Just get the licensing... Music licensing, specifically in the realm of video games, is a precarious thing that has resulted in at least one game being removed from all platforms it was ever on. So, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, come on, you don't I want to pony up the licensing fee, John? The music industry being, but it has kids that need to just 
<laughs> no longer be touching any sort of creative endeavor. Um, yeah. Um, and Well, they do not technically have a desire to move outside of the room. I'm going to scoot you off to see if they actually made any stairs or if they just said there were stairs. Okay. These two are going to move here and here where they're harder for the people at range to see. That's their go. Someone's going to actually have to step into the okay. room. So, <laughs> can I move through people? What are the Pathfinder ridiculous rules on this? It's not that complicated, but... Is it um, difficult movement? Is it... Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, so I don't oh. misrepresent it. Um, Yeah, I I really hope that they change how this rule book is laid out um, for the <laughs> official release. I imagine that has been something that has been repeatedly provided to them. Yeah. No, I I'm sure it has. Um, and it admittedly doesn't help that my PDF reader does not play right well with these PDFs. Um, there's, there's like a graphic and a fairly simple explanation. I just am trying to find it. Okay. So you can refer to pages around 311 for all of the movement rules. Um, but specifically through moving through another creature's space, if the creature is willing, thing, um, if it's unwilling, you have to make an athletics check. If it's a willing creature, um, if it's a willing creature, you can't end your movement there. And if you accidentally do, essentially the GM gets to decide, but- okay. With your speed, you can move through the space of a creature. You just can't land on a creature's face. So I go there. Yeah. And I am going to... So that's my movement. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm busting out the staff. Because these are bony creatures. Uh, 
and I am swinging at this one, and then I will do a minus five. Actually, if this if it doesn't kill this one, then it again, and then yeah. Anyway, so. Well, that's a miss. Yeah. That's Is it a critical score. miss? Uh, seven? No. Okay. I was asking if you rolled a natural one. <laughs> no. And this would be, so it's at a minus five, so 15 minus five is 10. Mm -hmm. For the second attack. No, sorry. Okay. No, you're not rolling to murder crit things. Sorry. Uh, and that would bring us... Me. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna move... I've... 20. Mm -hmm. Doing that they don't attack of opportunity me. Oh, that... I don't know if they have the ability to, that's why. It's not no. Normally, isn't it like a feet thing? Yeah, it's a feet thing. There are some monsters that have it. Yeah, obviously, like anything, yeah. but no, they do not have that ability. And I'm going to need both of them to make dexter uh, reflex saves against a fifteen as I electric arc them. Mm -hmm. One has a natural twenty. One fails. Natural 20 takes no damage. Mm -hmm. uh, how much did the one that failed fail by? Uh, let's see. It was a 9. Yeah, okay. Uh, the one that failed takes 6 points of electric damage. Alright. The one that succeeded. The one that natural 20. Uh... I whip an electric... Uh, a swing an electric whip that goes around, right. uh, around Genya. Bounces off one. Max. Even yeah, as the electricity courses through this one, you, like Jenna, notice that it doesn't deal as much damage as you might hope. Yeah. Seems to be being resisted. Jenna, yep. I will get that right by next week. That's uh, fine. So, yeah, as you whip, she like does a crouch duck, it hits, and then she just puts a hand up. Garganash. All right, and apparently gets left hanging. Oh, I what, I can't see uh, how you're putting your hand up because you were off camera. Oh, how is the hand going up? Like up facing, like Elnor. Oh, high fives. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You Electric were entire, arc your friends. hand was entirely off camera, so it was ambiguous. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what the hand was doing to to react. High five, up. flipping you off. You... <laughs> yeah. So the weasel. Uh, Gorgonash will just sort of slide forward, see two skeletons on either side, and just like the jumping Van Dam kick, kick both of them. Okay, roll for it. Uh, it's uh, 23 to hit one of them. Yep. Get back here, D10. I did not give you permission to leave. Uh, your permission. Fine, I'll use a different one. Uh, it's an eight, so 12 bludgeoning damage to one of them. Smash. And then other one. 
is a 20 to hit total. Still reeling from little bits of electricity and fire. Smash. That should be nine, 13 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. They're both dead. Um, yeah. Two skeletons. The last two skeletons turned to ash. And Gorgonash, you do remember that there was another body you had noticed. I'm already looking through the room. I was about to say, there's there's one too few skeletons for the number of coffins in this. And also there's the body on the ground, yeah. Yeah, there was the body on the ground. Um, Perception checks, either anyone who wants to take a look through. Uh, That would be a 17. Okay. I'm re-rolling that one because it bounced up onto the thing and stood perfectly on a tip. So it was like... Oh, D20s. <laughs> Four. Yeah, re-roll if it's... There's a lot of bones in here. I went from standing on the tip to a natural 20. All right. Good to see now that we're out of combat. Those are back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing during Basically. combat. But yeah. Jenya and Relnor. Uh, 13. Gorgonash, you already saw this, but... D- don't see it this time beyond that you know it's there. And I already know it's there, so I don't yeah. see anything new. Um, let me find the. I got phone. a four, so I'm like going. There's a lot of bones in here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of bones. It's really hard to tell which bones went to which body at this point because they moved over each other a bit. Um, a clattering of bones. Is that the collective noun for bones? <laughs> so, as you look through the through the sort of corpses, is you find um, one body that is not skeletal, and if was buried here, was buried here with their minimal armor and um, and other things. The two Pathfinder hopefuls among you would recognize Sviorn Timith. Um, who one of you was here looking for. Um, ah, we may have just found your missing... Where's in, uh, yeah, she <laughs> is swearing in Elvish already. His body seems um, drained of blood, like, like those, those dead goblins you saw previously. Um, don't you... Uh, if you sort of sift through his stuff... You find a spell scroll, um, some copper and silver, and did he have a journal of some kind? Ah, uh... he was carving it on the wall, and it ends with. Oh! Ah! He does not have. A journal, but he does have a compact compass. I'm going to inspect that spell scroll. I will take the compass. All right. So roll me the thing for a spell scroll. And a spell scroll is an arc. The compass is also a magical thing. The things to return to his family. I will look at the compass for a second and then 
offer it to Jenya. Mm-hmm. It appears to be magical of some sort. Yeah. Uh, my role to identify the scroll is a 22. Uh, it's a scroll of... <sighs> scroll of Shocking Grasp. Sorry. Aha. Um, sort of... Uh... Yeah. I gather that his gold, it, not gold, but currency and the, um, I'm just going to call it what it is, the Wayfinder are being held as things that don't belong to the party right now. Probably. Was he, um, was he a spellcaster? Hold, hold. Uh, I don't have any information about that. Just that he had come down here. Don't you Pathfinders normally carry journals of your activities? I don't know. Do we? Because I don't know Pathfinder lore. Yes, Pathfinders normally carry journals of their activities. So they can report back, yeah. Yeah, but the Pathfinders travel out journal their adventures and then return those journals to the Pathfinder Society who then publish them. As... To be fair, he didn't exactly leave on an official mission, so... Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> I actually said he sort of went out on his own. Just um, an unusual for those looking to earn their stripes. Uh... Yeah, I'll say that you also find a small leather-bound journal that's tucked into his robes. Uh, here we go. Leafing through it, it's written in common because uh, it seems that this figure in that and had not necessarily been sent off on an official mission, but had been around town trying to find something pathfindery to do mm. and heard rumors of gangs and marauders potentially coming from the sewers. He traced that back back to um a a decently sized tribe of goblins that seemed to have very recently moved into the area. Uh uh, um, actually, he he notes that he thinks he got here before the goblins did, and doesn't know what might have prompted them to come to this new space. But speculates that potentially they are the cause of those rumors. Um, he details journeying further, recognizing the religious significance of this location speculating about why it has been found now. Uh, there's a lot of notes of like, make this sound better in the official release and could use a few touch-ups. It looked like his own editorial marks of trying right. to make this a dramatic story about going into the sewers looking for bandits. Um, <laughs> and that's where the journal ends. It seems like 
he he took a bit of a break to update his record as he was hearing some of the goblins moving things around and he didn't write he died though from his descriptions it doesn't sound like he got any further than the water room on his own so either he he didn't update his journal for two rooms or which reasonable or he was but he definitely has none of the wounds you would expect of someone stabbed by skeletons. Can I actually, yep. uh, looking at him, can I make a um, a medicine or an arcana roll to see if he died? Yes. Right. Give me one moment. I was about to say, about pro- probably those puncture wounds in his neck where all of his blood's yeah. been... Oh, wait, that's out. right. No, that's right. Stab wounds in his neck. We did have that. Yes. The... Okay, so visually, educated guess, exsanguination is usually fatal to humans. <laughs> As right. a rule. I forgot that he had had that description. <laughs> um, and you had previously encountered goblins that had died similarly. Yeah. Goblins also die of exsanguination yep, yep. when exsanguinated. Um. But you can make me another roll. This is a body you might have a better chance of knowing the inner anatomy of, given yeah. that's I'm still going to examine it just just because I want to see there's any extra information I can gather from 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 other than he bled out. Yeah, um, go ahead. What med- medicine or something? medicine? Fifteen. Um, with a 15, like the others, this one is definitely drained of blood. You suspect that happened through the puncture wound on the neck that would correspond. In a twist, it wasn't his neck. The, the puncture wounds on the neck were, were, were done post-mortem, and the blood simply teleported out of his body. So, looking at the body... <clears throat> yep, he died the same way the goblins did in the other room. They dumped him here so he wasn't a message to others. I mean, a dead human would hardly be a good message to goblins. And also... I don't know. I, yeah, it doesn't... It seems less likely. Well... I'm going to grab his body, carry it out, and leave it in here for now. Okay. In the water room. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you want... Uh, I, I hold up the scroll. Do you want to take this back with his belongings, or do you want us to keep it in <sighs> your organization? If we do not use it in here, Perhaps then, but you never know. It would be it would be nice to see if we carried out his, his mission using. That's not so bad. What's uh, what? Do you know what that is? I say indicating the. I don't. Um, well, I don't think so. I'm gonna say, make me an Arcana roll. 
if this is a thing that the Pathfinder Society in Arcana, if this is a thing that the Pathfinder Society uses regularly, I am proficient in literally lore Pathfinder Society. You yeah, know what? I'm, okay, you guys can make me lore Pathfinder Society rolls as opposed to identify the magical item rolls. Twenty-two. Um, uh, which would make mine a twenty-one. Um, it, I mean, the description of the item, um, basically just said, says to, to the effect of that it serves as a badge of office for agents of the Pathfinder Society and a status symbol among adventurers of any stripe. I, it's a compass that can... Uh, it's a wayfinder, which you can find in the um, What you guys okay. would know about it is it's a compass. It has some magical properties, especially when combined with other things. Um, and that most people don't wear two of them. He had two? He doesn't have two. Oh, okay. And you can cast, you can, you can cast the light cantrip. Yeah, and you can use it to cast the light cantrip. He probably had it because it's a badge of office or something he acquired for some feat he did. All right, supply said information. Would that be useful for you guys? I say Pathfinder people. Perhaps if we end up in this place of darkness. It's definitely something in addition to his body that you can return to the people who sent you looking. Oh yeah, eventually this will be, I mean, it's, it's it's a Pathfinder badge. It's going back to, back to them. But it, it might be something like if we if we run into something that uh, our whoever of ours um, enhanced vision can't pierce through, this might help. I do not have the light. I, I well, I have not prepared light. I just have a lantern. I also don't. Yeah. All right. I I am now imagining Pathfinder badges, and lore people are going to get mad at me. As you know, those police badges that have like a camera and a flashlight built into the bottom of them and are super bulky and dorky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is a Pathfinder badge. All right. Makes sense. Now we continue Um, to the south. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. So, uh, Daniel, would you like Gorgonash to lead the way, or do Jaina, as you arrive at that square, there's yes. a thing. Um, Virginia, I'm fine. Steps on trap. <laughs> and I'm making my third character. <laughs> 
Although if that happens this time, Bidey's just transforms back into a human and is like, fuck it, I'll do it myself this time. Heidi says, in common, somehow, fuck you guys, and walks out. He's narrow quarters, a little bit of a bitch. As you start sort of heading into that, as you head into that square, you notice to the side of you a statue that I really wish I had thought to in advance to have a handout for. Um, a statue of a woman whose hair is sort of windswept up. She holds an hourglass in one hand and a scimitar in another. Um, and as you walk into that square, swirling stands boast forth from the hourglass, filling the corridor for 10 feet in each direction, which etches Sweet. a lot of you. Um, so I will... Etches me, Jinya, and Bidey. Yep. We'll draw that. Picturing like and because of the slightly awkward way that um, Pathfinder currently handles traps, we're going into initiative. So roll your initiative. All right. Using perception. Eight. Natural one. Eleven. Four. It gives me a three. I got literally half what my initiative was for the fight. <laughs> All right. I got less than half of my initiative was for the last fight. Hey, Jeremy? 14, I already said. Uh, I, I, did. I was looking. Okay. So, has everyone put theirs in the tracker? Oh. Much slower than the last time. Yeah, but you're not in the affected area, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jenya, you're going first. So yes, I am. As you start your turn within this track, um, this sand just sort of erupts into that square and fills the corridors. Um, Make me a fortitude save. Okay. Oh. Um, Historically, a spellcaster's save. The new version. <laughs> yes, except for constitution is my dump stat. I, I was also <laughs> lying because it's not historical. Uh, 16. Or no, wait. 18. All right, with an 18, I'm an expert in you can feel this sand sort of biting and swirling around you. It's not pleasant. Oh, does Bidey um, have it to definitely obscures your vision, but you are not harmed at this time. Does Quisalis have to roll too? Oh, yes, Quisalis will have to roll. 16. 
16 is enough. Okay. Um, I see a little indentation here. <laughs> yeah, there's a door there. I am opening the door. Okay. I think it may be locked, so give me a moment. I am jamming my scimitar into the doorknob. <laughs> it is not locked, but it is stuck. Thanks for contradicting me, Module. Um, athletics, if you're going to try and open. I will give it a shot. Don't do that door open. Athletics is actually two. Or plus two. Which gives me a six. Ow. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, that, that, that was, well, it doesn't matter either way. No, it is still plus. Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming that is an action to slam myself into the door. Uh, what was the roll? Six. No, yeah. You sort of shove and it gives a bit and there's this huge creaking sound, but it doesn't open. Um. You have two more actions if you'd like them. Uh, you suspect to, uh, staying in the dust is probably. I bad. look at Quisalis, gesture towards the door, and he tries to slam into the door. Okay. She. Make her roll. 18. <laughs> 18 is enough as Quisalis um, knocks this door actually open um good tiger guys are i always misestimate how long things are going to take um, uh, and yeah and that door thuds open uh but because that's i believe that is all of that's both of your actions or no you still have i still have one action all right i should yes because uh, one action yep we are moving mm -hmm. our asses in uh into this this into whatever's in here all right um Away from the away from the choking sand. Let me give the description first. It's just that this module is not laid out with box text. So, yeah. Cool. Um, Game designers, note more box text. Not necessarily, but explicit box text. I mean, it would be nice if the information in the information dump was clearly delineated between what the players know and what the players won't know for several chapters. Hmm. Um, like, it's, it's nice to get into the mindset of the big bads, but like, because I'm lazy, I'm just gonna reveal all of the map at this point. Doop de blue doop. 
Um, and um, I'm so sorry. Uh, You're good. Uh, there is a, so as you push open the door to this room, there is a hobgoblin halfway through, through throwing down the corpse of an exsanguinated goblin with this long, unnatural, definitely non-hobgoblin tongue that still lingers within the half-exsanguinated internal holes of a die. No, flat out dead goblin. Um. Found the vampire, not vampire, not hobgoblin thing. <laughs> I can't and hear you spin. over the choking sand. Five, ten, <clears throat> fifteen. It's a visual and blinding. Twenty. Um, we're just gonna put his token on the token layer. Oh, there he is. Yeah. I will be, I will, I will uh, be there instead. All right. I believe that's all of your actions. Uh, can I get, or no, that would be a recall. That would be an action to recall. Never mind. Yeah. At this point. It. And it's going to be a recall. Um, and John, do you remember off the top of your head if players or NPCs go first when both are on the same initiative? Uh, NPCs, sorry. I think it's NPCs, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Um, That's fine. Sorry, I directed it at John because John was the person it mattered to in this specific instant. Yeah. But I will double check. I'm pretty certain it's NPC. Yeah, I'm. I'm also pretty certain, um, which is why he's going next because he rolled shit initiative. Also, that's fine. That means he gets to attack Jinya before I get in the room, so I can do. I can uh, be useful when I get in the room. As this hobgoblin's form melts away into the twisted, unnatural visage of a faceless stalker. Uh, oh good definitely not a hobgoblin that three pronged tongue the only thing that remains the same uh, it, it, and yeah he's gonna do some stabbing up um, As you do. Yeah. If your initiative One roll is, to revert. If your initiative roll result is tied with an opponent's result, the opponent goes first. Yeah. Um. And just from the sheer shock of this creature's form, even if you knew he was vampiric-ish, 
uh, the reversion of his form gives him a mechanical bonus, which is a cool thing. Um, how's a twenty feeling? Feeling like uh, like she felt that. All right. We lose more adventures. We lose more of Jeremy's characters that way. <laughs> oh my god! I always end up hurt. This is the exact. Look, it's it's. He only gets one attack this round. Hmm. That's good. Um, so you take five slashing damage as this long sword just strikes across your chest. Okay. Um. I'm still good. But I'm not going to say you're flat-footed because you saw him and you knew you were running into danger and all that. Um, Relnor, make me a saving throw of the... Fortitude variety. Fortitude. Uh, wow. A 20. I rolled an 18. Nice. A 20 is a success. So you're fine, but there's sand there. Coming! Five. Fifteen. Now that I can see it, I would like to use my second action to make a recall knowledge check of whatever variety would be applicable to know what this is. Um. I'm sure they have complex rules for specifically identifying monsters, but I'm gonna say this is a cultism. All right. Fifteen. With a fifteen, the three things you notice right off the bat. That tongue is probably how he drains blood. He is dangerous, and you know what faceless stalkers are broadly. Like, they're powerful creatures that take on forms and often assimilate into societies to manipulate them. And you also notice is that he sort of has not particularly respectfully worn, but just absent-mindedly thrown on to the rest of his armor a, a token of phrasma, which you're quick enough to connect. Oh, that's probably the solution to the trap if you have a token. If you ha- are, if you have a token of phrasma, to this goddess, is. you probably can walk through it. Then again. The goddess of fate is not a huge fan of blood-sucking, undeath-making corruptors, so... So, over my shoulder, not a vampire, also not a hobgoblin, get in here now! I just Um, said that! I know you didn't hear it, that was... (laughs) (laughs) Um, And about at this point, that sand is starting to wrap back into the hourglass, presumably starting to reset the trap, however long that might take. Uh, Continuing my movement... Five, ten, uh, twenty-five. Okay. Uh, which is end of my movement. I don't really want to be in melee with this guy, but I'm going to use my last action to cast shield. All right. Cool. Yep. Um, Ribnell. 
Uh, John, just mm -hmm. as a thought, if you don't want to be in melee, you can use your last action to sidestep instead and move one square. I don't want to be in melee. It. I also don't want to not have my shield up if he decides okay. to move over to me. So <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, would I not go before Ribno? Oh, wait. Sorry, I was counting. Yeah, Gorgon. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll have to use two actions to get up to this guy. Which will allow me to get over here. All right. And then Plus two Flurry. Service, bonus for flanking. And then Flurry blows on his face. Uh, that'll be uh, plus two, you said. Um, 17 plus seven will be 24 to hit. Um, 24 does hit. For, uh, that, I don't suppose that would be a critical, would it? No. Okay. Um, that will be 12 points of bludgeoning damage. All right. And then second attack. Uh, nine plus seven is sixteen to hit. Sixteen will miss. Damn. Uh, God damn it! Roll twenty. What did you say the attack did? <laughs> fourteen bludgeoning damage. Cool. Punch. Oh, sorry, twelve. Back to the twelve. Him to fourteen hit points. It's, that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Uh, all right. You take a significant kick into this guy. Um, yeah. Rib now, your go. Okay, so I'm going to move forward a bit. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 25. I am going to, as my movement, uh, I'm going to, for my action, I am going to toss a Tanglefoot bag at him. Okay. <laughs> when with a Six, I'm assuming that's going to Yeah, uh, his even if it targets his touch AC now. Yeah. Um does it target touch AC? Uh let me double check. I believe so. Yes. Okay. That's fine. Uh, pretty much most of the bomb stuff is touch yeah. AC. I figured, I just wanted to, some of the bombs have critical failure effects, um, and so I wanted to make sure. And uh, for my third action, I am going to move again. Uh, so five, 10. <clears throat> Okay, he's gonna make it to there. All right. Uh, 
All right, Jenya, your go. All right. So, um, I am going to. I'm going to cast Spider Sting and hope that this thing is not. Oh, again, for clarification, the, the two and flanking is actually a minus two for AC, not a plus attack. Equivalency. It's an equivalency thing, but just for clarification yeah. purposes. <laughs> Okay, I, I need to make a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, I mean, that seems like it's likely to be a success, but what's the roll? A uh, fourteen. Or what's the? Um, yeah, it fifteen is just barely a success. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Uh, if it succeeds, it takes one d four poison damage. Okay. If it fails. It's inflicted with spider venom at stage one. So four for poison damage. That's two actions. And then for my third action, Gasalis, cat pounce. Oh, William, just for clarification, I assume your fists are bludgeoning? Yes. Kicks are bludgeoning. Cool. Cat pounce. Uh, so some some of some of the stances change the damage type of my unarmed attacks, but dragon yeah. stance is not one of them. Yeah, no, that was what I was looking through and trying to find the specific sub bit of text. So it is stride. So you stride and then strike. Do do. I will go there. So there's uh, no no. That's fine. Um, and then, and that was one action to do all that. So, uh, that is a 17. To hit. 17 Um, actually miss. Uh, his armor class is reduced by two because of the flanking. Uh, only, uh, Casalis isn't flanking. Oh, Casalis isn't flanking. Yeah, okay. not not the tiger. You have I don't to be think. able to draw a line through your target to an ally. Yep. Okay. And then second attack at a minus five is yeah a uh, twelve. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, this thing seems particularly hard to hit. Uh it's gonna make it his turn. And well, you did damage him. Well, Nor, that first attack's coming at you. I all I did was identify you. Why? Uh, how is a seventeen first? Uh, yes, a seventeen will hit me. Cool. I'm going to use my. Reaction. That's exactly why he's going for you. You're pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I will use my reaction to interpose my shield, which is going to reduce yeah. the damage I take by an amount, which I will 
All right, you take nine slashing damage. Shield block is going to reduce that by uh, four. So I five. All right, as I plunder the rule book to find named versatile again. Uh, versatile means that you can damaged of a weapon. Ah. If you have a page number for that, great. Yeah, that's, um, it's on equip. It's in the item qualities page. Oh, it's in equipment and I'm in quality, not key terms, of course. Yep. Because I was looking for it in key terms and status conditions, which would make not all the sense, Perfect. but some of it. It's in of that. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It is on page uh, page 183. Versatile versatile weapon can be used to deal a different type of damage than the type listed in the damage entry. This trait is indicated in the alternate damage type. For instance, piercing weapon that has versatile S can be used to deal piercing or slashing damage. You choose the damage type each time you make it. Ah, so that's what the P means. Cool. Yeah. Versatile piercing. Yep. Great. No, he's just gonna stab you with a long sword. He's not too concerned with damage type. And he's gonna stab you with a long sword again. Um I mean even with the minus penalty sixteen. Yep, that still hits me. And okay. my shield broke when it when I blocked, so All I don't right. have that anymore. So Relnor holds up a hand on the first strike take um absorbing some of the damage that was wrong dice that's a d not the right one. Oh wait hang on i keep rolling max damage that's that, another nine that my, my shield oh. might not have broken i need to check what because i they changed oh. the way breaking works i forgot to forgot about that um i if it, if it isn't i will just be reducing the damage by four so yeah. whatever damage you deal still um both of them deal nine slashing damage figure out what does or doesn't impact your shield even if i reduce the so that's two more attacks no there's two attacks come at you okay both of them have that uh, either at five or one i'm still up though either way so i'm going to check right. that while we go on um Yeah. And third attack, he's not thinking this will hit, but he's like, what the hell? And Aaron isn't a tactical thinker, so... Uh, uh, Jeremy, any chance a uh, 13 hits you? A 13 just hits me. Oh, cool. Great. Um, he's striking with this longsword, and then his offhand strikes at you for uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he does four whole points of damage and the grab effect. Okay. Yes, bring me closer. That's a smart move. 
Okay, so this says that my shield does not get broken. It just gets a dent. But I don't know what a dent means. Um, does it mean it reduces it less next time and it's like a slightly lower each time? I, I or am it... trying to find that. Okay. As soon as I know, I will let you know. Because why should this information be clear? Can't take more than one dent. Takes a dent if it takes a dent if the damage it blocks exceeds. It's grabbing an edge, like grab the thing that monsters can do to people. Like, presumably, people can do. Problem with trying to search up the term for dent is that you will get the word identify every time. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Playtest issues. Um, does anyone remember where, like, the status effect list is? Uh, conditions are... Uh, conditions are on A. The playing the game section. Okay. That much. I'll, I'll find it. Ah. Uh, conditions starts on page 318. Awesome. Thanks. Figure out your health. Don't don't help me. Figure out your health. Dear devs, if your appendices do not work as an appendix, don't call them appendices. Word. Yeah. I understand that Pathfinder is inherently a rather complicated system and that's the appeal, but like if there are a lot of very nuanced status effects, it is much easier if it's really quick and easy to find that satisfaction and just look it up. I understand there's also growing pains, but yeah, this is a repeated issue. I'm sure a lot of people have expressed. Um, and that and, is the effect of the grabbed. Um, uh, a typical item can only take one dent without becoming broken. A second dent causes it to become broken, though it can still be repaired. Uh, An item that would take a dent or become broken while well, already broken is destroyed beyond salvage. Okay. Some magical or special story items can take more than one dent before becoming broken, as noted in their descriptions. All right. So ah, I'm so okay. denting is an equipment stat. Does it say that in the spell? Yeah. Now, I feel yeah, the shield act. The shield functions as a shield and can acquire ah. dents in the same way. So it breaks if it takes a second dent, and you have to recast it. So the second 
Uh, so the second hit would break it, but I would still be able to interpose. So I, so I have five hit points, not one. All right. Breath of the Wild shield break thing. Um, because I had and... already, I had already interposed so hit the shield yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. You hit the shield, but you take some damage. Stuff. Yep. I I'm at five, not one. Okay. Um, yeah, so he clearly is honing in on those he believes to be vulnerable. Ralnor, your turn. Uh, first action to move. Okay. Five, ten. That's unfortunate for him because he should have been honing in on the one who does massive amounts of bludgeoning damage with their with their body. Mm-hmm. My second two attack my second two actions are going to be used to cast magic missile. Ideal 2d4 plus 2 damage to. Him. He does not get to dodge it. All right. Uh what kind of damage does magic missile do? Because force. I don't remember. Force damage. Okay, thanks. Uh, 6 plus 2 is 9 points of force damage. All right. As I run behind a statue and just lob two missiles at him. He takes another dent. Well, not mechanically, as we've just learned. That's a mechanical <laughs> That is a mechanical turn. Uh, but no, you, you throw you throw a little more damage his way. Gorgonash. And we're going to flurry of blows this person. Right. How many times can you flurry of blows in one round? Once, Damn. but then I can make regular attacks if I want to. Does that cost a resource? No, flurry of blows is just my unique attack type as a monk. That makes sense. Um, that will be a 20 to hit. All right, a 20, um, 20 hits. Which deal, that's a, that's a six, so that'll be 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And then second attack, it'll be a 24 to hit. I'm so close, I keep getting 19s, but not natural 20s. Uh, yeah, a 24 unfortunately does not crit him a- non 20 uh and then the 10 on the die that will be 14 points of bludgeoning damage awesome oh and then he's still with my, and then i'll make a, a third attack okay Uh, which makes it just a plus one, which with a 15 on the die, that'll be a 16 to hit. Misses. Damn. Um, and then let me see if let me check real quick if Flurry of Blows takes two actions or not. I think the whole point is that it only takes one, but yeah, it does only take one. So my third action will be a, a fourth attack, which will be at a minus eight. There's the natural 20. <laughs> well, that allows your minus eight to hit. <laughs> Only way. 
Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to do anything else with the attack roll. Yeah. Yay. Oh, well. Um, so that, ah, get back here. I keep losing dice. Stop that. <laughs> okay. I'll have to use a different one. There we go. Uh, eight. So eight times two is 16 plus four will be 20 points of bludgeoning damage, and he has to make a fortitude save or be slowed. The DC will be 15. With a fifth, with a, uh, fortitude save? Yes. I mean, a natural 20 will succeed. I mean, yes. <laughs> Uh, how much damage did you deal with that one? 20. So, see, this keeps happening when you crit. I kick things across the wall. And the problem is that it seems like you're not making as much of an impact as some other people are. This is armor, and he's experienced in wearing it or making this challenging for you. And you're, you're ding, 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 ding. Um, and then you just kick again and smash through, uh, sort of caving in this faceless, faceless stalker's head. Um, and you don't get to find out if your talisman worked, really, because he's, he's, he's too dead to be stunned by it. Can't be slowed if you're already dead. Yeah. The last one's like the, the I mean, guile flip kick. As slowed as he will. <laughs> yeah, I would I would mm. counter he can be nothing but slowed once dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just imagine like kind of like the guile flip kick as he knocks his head off. Dragon kick. Yeah, sure. Whatever mortal combating that particular one is. All right. I, when I get when I get my key strikes, I can actually do fire kicks. <laughs> yep. Lean my head around the statue. The thing he was wearing is what let him get past that trap without setting it off. Also, is he dead? Is he still moving? Okay. No, he is not still moving. I hurt. <laughs> I also somewhat hurt. Um, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder. I'll give Jinya a healing potion. Uh, you don't look nearly as injured as I was during that last fight. D six. So it's the D six, and I'll come over. And I am at give... least a third as frail as you are, though. Yeah, I'll hand you a couple healing potions to uh, Relnor. How much do they heal? How much do they heal? 1d6. Yay. I just realized that I typed. And that roll <laughs> 20 is taking. I healed two. I, I, I had you two of the potions. Had you two of the, two of the potions to Relnor, so. I rolled another two. Excellent. Right. 
So, um, not a not a hobgoblin, not a vampire. Probably still nope. the thing that stole the cup, though, or whatever it is that we're supposed to be down here to get. We should find that so we can is leave. There something, yeah. Is it on him, or is I? Do we know what this no. thing is? In this room, uh, in addition to that goblin corpse that's bleeding out what little blood was left in it, the entire room is dirty, befouled, um, coated in layers of dried blood, presumably from this figure, who you can all make the educated guess is Dracus. You go through Dracus's um, body, to figure out what he might have had on him, you find um, an expert longsword, a master key, uh, two minor healing potions that I'm just not going to make you roll for, um, a silver religious symbol of Phrasma, which you previously yep. noted that he seems to be have, have been wearing in a act of minor heresy um and expert studded leather uh that's a f to answer your question gorganash it's a faceless stalker it's an aberration that drinks mm. they think and the can, drinking blood part can, was self-evident and can transform i was about to say didn't it have a face <laughs> It, it 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 takes on the faces of other things to hide amongst the populace. So it was, as I sort of suspected, it was pretending to be a vampire for the goblins. Or pretending to be a hobgoblin. Pret pretending to be a hobgoblin vampire. Are we sure it wasn't a vampiric faceless stalker? I, the, the vampires... I'm joking. <laughs> Let's burn the body just to be funny. <laughs> I know it's early. You don't quite the sense of humors have to be have to have to be gotten to. It's fine. So let's burn the body just to be safe. I found it amusing at the very least. I mean, you could. It's not going to get back up. Sure, you can burn the body if you. Um, they're not undead. Yeah. What the hell? I cast We should take its I, equipment first. I should, Take, obviously, didn't I? I'm assuming we took the, everything that was just listed off. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying, it takes a minute to take studded leather off of a corpse. I will, I will. Yeah. It, um. Okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna take the symbol of Phrasma and let you guys deal with the rest. Sort of. Mm -hmm. There are various statues and a sort of ceremonial coffin bed that seems to be empty, except for the blood splatters that, like. I feel like it's pretty obvious what this room looks like. But we still didn't find like the silver chalice or whatever, that thing that we. No, uh, you do know that there are several yeah. ways. There's other further. ways out, but um, but no, you don't find it searching this room. While they're stripping the body of leather armor, I'm gonna peek around this corner and see down here. And I'm peeking this way. I'm burning the body. Uh, so okay. that door that you just passed through is locked, um, oh. but you have oh. the master key from his body. So click, click. I'm just going <laughs> to give you guys the credit that you figured out door. I didn't realize. I didn't unlocked. notice the door. Honest myself. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't oh, notice. The yeah, door. that's fair. Um, 
it, it's it's relevant. It's not super relevant, but it's relevant. Um, <laughs> we have the key to every room in this in this place now, though. So I like I like the image of Ridnell, like Ribnell trying to burn the body while Gorgonash is trying to pull the leather armor off. So Gorgonash is like <laughs> one hand pushing Ribnell away, using the other one to pull the armor off. Like, I mean, I like the idea. He's got a of... bottle ready to pour on it. It's like, come on! I like the idea of Ridnell walking up, reaching out, pull, grabbing the doorknob. It's locked. And then just continuing to walk and leaving a railner shaped <laughs> hole in the door. Ah, uh, you know, when they say there's a really hard thievery check on the door, I'm inclined to say no, but okay. No. Um use the key. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of the wizard being the one who walks through the door. Yep. <laughs> I'm a sorcerer, thank you means that I am this more charismatic. By contrast to the area outside, does not appear to have been defiled um, like the rest of the temple. There's a small stone altar at the top of the stairs and a mosaic depicting, again, educated guests in your own background, Phrasma. Um, atop the altar, there is a book, a dagger, and a silver bowl. I'm going step up. I'm wearing the, uh, the icon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to step up and take a look at those three things. All and right. you explode. I'm, I'm wearing the thing that turns off the traps. Hopefully they remain turned off. <laughs> As you're in here, um, wearing the symbol... Are you? I do not recall. Are you a devotee of Phrasma? No, I'm a. I am a follower of Nethys. They're not enemy um, gods. No, they are allied gods, for whatever yeah. it's worth. You do not feel. There is definitely a level of power and of sanctity to this place. You can suspect that perhaps this area remained undefiled because what worked in other places does not work here or there's something else to it. Um, however, you don't seem to be struck down by a goddess's displeasure or anything. There's just a general sense of pressure to the location itself. Um, the book, as you go up to investigate the things on the altar, um, is is it's labeled the bones land in a spiral um which you who might know to be a sacred text of phrasma given your background um um the bowl has some water in it um, as you sort of lean over to look into the bowl, you see a much older face staring back in the reflection of the water. Um, you look haggard, and as the as you look, you can see that you who are, are trudging through a large, vast desert. Um, 
Well, the stars wheel at a dizzy, stunning speed overhead before blinking out into darkness one by one. Um, um, and there's also a dagger. Can I tell what this altar is for other than vague prophetic visions in a bowl of water? Religion check. Calling knowledge. Uh, 15. Um... You would gather that this is the chapel proper. It probably has some relationship to the general practices here, but is also the essentially holy center for the site. Um, the bowl does seem to have prophetic properties uh, that you're not exactly sure how or why. The book, as you determined, is a sacred text. The dagger is a final part of the symbology and also probably magic or important to some extent. Uh, the ball, and just to clarify, the ball is not what we're looking for. Uh, no, it is definitely from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say you know that you, or you suspect that the bull's powers are derived not from being magic itself, but, but from, from its connection to the two. Uh, okay, I will... Do I know any Phrasmian prayers? Funny you should ask that. There's a check for that one. Give me a second. DC 15 Phrasma lore check. I'll make a lore check. Would, would, I not... Lore is divided like that. Yeah. So there's very specific things like Pathfinder lore. You I, may have I do special. Not, I do not have a Phrasmian lore. Right. So then treat it like untrained. Like an untrained lore check. on the dice which is 18 untrained yes so um you are aware of cleansing prayers that you might go about um and um yeah you're aware of the phrasing for the correct cleansing prayers for a temple like this and for phrasmian religion you're also aware that you might want to actually, you know, literally clean the areas that are corrupted, especially the room that your allies are in, the, the yeah. central chamber, so, um, to perform that properly. Yeah, so I'm going to come back out, understanding that yeah. Jinya's probably had time to explore that other room yeah. while I was... Uh, and then, uh, Jeremy, if you're... Yes, I... Okay. Force of habit, because you're usually working. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am, yeah. I am, I have gone up this way just mm -hmm. to, just enough yeah. to go a little bit in, but not. All right. Um. Uh, 
Okay, so randomly there are bits of flavor text. Uh -huh. This cramped cavern reeks of stale sweat and dried blood. Tucked into the far corner is a filthy straw bed. It made from ratty hides and moldy cloths. Off to the sides, it's a pair of chests, one of which is open and filled to the top with its strange assortments of clothes. Uh -huh. The other one is clearly not open by... Right. Um, process of elimination okay i am got found uh, found just checking out okay and i go to check out the open one um the the chest full of clothes as you rifle through it seems to contain a lot of clothes. Okay. You can gather that being a faceless stalker, these clothes suit various forms he may take. Right. Makes sense. Um, wide variety of clothing, um, including some fake jewelry. You could probably make something by selling the lot of it. It's all in decent enough condition. Um, okay. But it, but you don't find anything particularly valuable or of note to you or to the party's broader motivations in that one. Okay. The other chest, as you test, just sort of test it to see, mm -hmm. is locked. Anybody got a key? Yeah, give me a minute. Okay. All right. And about at this time, uh, unless you want to go further down that route, that uh, nope. I think that okay. Yeah. I am not going off by myself. That's how people die. <laughs> um, I'll come. Speaking from experience, I'll come back out. Feel like I learned that in a past life. In this assuming, time. assuming that by this point Gorgonash has finished stripping the body and Ribnell has been allowed to burn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely. will hand the master key to Gorgonash. Um, I need to start. I I know how to I know how to cleanse this place. I need to start cleaning up to do that though, and I start casting prestidigitation. All right. Over and over again to clean up this room. This. The thing informs me this takes 10 minutes. Yep. I'm uh, spending 10 minutes doing that. Yeah. I will go help Jenya open this chest, see if this master key works. Though, so just for flavor, you can do it either way. Um, in the new Pathfinder, prestidigitation is cosmetic. It no longer actually cleans things. According to the playthrough I watched by the official people that made the game. <laughs> that is kind of funny it really doesn't matter in this context but I just wanted to point that out that is kind of funny wait a minute I'm trying to uh, cleaning the cosmetic is clean never mind it is an illusion spell specifically oh, illusion in specifically okay image of 
a cleaned table or whatever, but it does not actually do the process of cleaning as it does in many other games, including I okay. believe right. three five. It's mostly an amusing aside. Don't worry about it. But yeah. Yeah, any actual change to an object persists only as long as you concentrate on so, Yeah. Yeah, I will I will I will physically clean the <laughs> You can't concentrate on thousands of individual instances ad infinitum yeah. to clean a room. Um, yeah. That's, I think that was reasonably clear. Yep. Yep. As I realized that the chest is not actually visible. There we go. Uh, yeah. So there's a chest. You gonna try the master key? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll try the master key. Yeah. All right. You slide the master key in and, and open the chest with it. It on the inside of the lock, you can see what appears to be a trap mechanism. It seems that by act by using the key, you have avoided the trap. Um, Good. I like the idea that using the key is what activates the trap. <laughs> well, that's a trap. I, I feel like that's for a later dungeon when you're not level one and very easy to kill. That's a trap I would design. Oh, I have done that trap before. Um, but yeah, I feel like that actually comes up later. I don't know for sure. It was a while ago. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to read this sentence because <clears throat> as it's useful. A large amount of loot can be found within. Um, and I am, it appears to be, aside from that small amount of silver and the few alchemical supplies as you found in the goblin's den, the sum total of the stolen, uh, the stolen goods, um, there's a large number of coins and I'll list them off, but I'm also putting them in chat. An expert call it a crossbow, a feather or token bird, bird, three light arrows, a scroll of bless, a, a scroll of magic weapon, a wand of, it's not a wand of produced flames, that's a, that was modified in an etra, um, a wand of burning hands. A wand of burning hand, and a vial of oil of mending, a collection of rare inks, inks with a significant worth, a series of esoteric books, gems, uh, a small sack with more gold, silver, and copper, or, yeah. It, basically, the stuff that was in people's uh, cellars seems to be here. Um, Um, and I think, given that it's precisely end time, finding this large amount of treasure previously belonging to the townsfolk, having killed your first true adversary, 
that's where we're gonna end for the night. Hey, goodbye, everybody. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.